Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. How do our thoughts and our feelings sync up with opportunities, with what's happening in our lives to help us get what we want? Well, Dr. Melanie Dean is my guest here today, and she combines psychology and molecular physics and quantum physics to help answer that question. She'll be sharing wisdom about how activating our energy fields and understanding those energy fields can transform our lives. Are you ready to meet her? Dr. Melanie Dean is a psychologist with a background in science and business who spent her career helping people work with their thoughts and feelings to achieve their own personal goals. She holds two patents on assessment systems that help physicians diagnose and treat chronic conditions. And in addition to her education and her research in science and psychology, Dr. Dean is dedicated to the study of spirituality, and she's learned directly from the Dalai Lama. She serves on the board of trustees for Unity World Headquarters, and she's the creator and leader of The Wavemakers, a free online learning community dedicated to helping people notice and shift their emotions and intentionally direct their energy to create the life they really want. Her new book is The Hidden Power of Emotions. You can find out more about Melanie and her work at MelanieDean.com. Melanie, welcome to Out of the Fog. Hi, Karen. I'm so glad to be here talking with you today. Well, thank you. I'm glad you are here. There's there's this kind of old, well, it's sort of an old saw now, right? This sort of accepted wisdom that Thinking positively is how we make everything happen. And part of what I'm finding so interesting about your work is that you say that there's more happening than that. So what more is happening and why? Well, if you think about it, pun intended, (laughs) you will notice that you always have an emotion that goes with your thinking. So just notice that. And let me ask you, Karen, I imagine you and probably all of your listeners can identify a time in your life in which you felt so in your mojo, you felt in your groove, you felt clearly focused on that which you wanted, you were in touch and in tune with this positive energy, positive thinking that you had inside of yourself. And you just felt like everything was rolling along in the ways you wanted it to roll along and you were getting exactly what you wanted. Now, if you were to think of a time like that in your life, Karen, what, what would you describe your feelings? How would you describe that you were feeling during those times? Oh, uh, abundant, uh, full of ease, uh, delighted. Yes, yes, absolutely. And you probably also had eagerness in there Mm -hmm. and hopefulness in there, excitement in there. You were focused with clarity on what you really wanted. So you had clarity about what you wanted. Were those things in there also? Absolutely. 
So those, if you notice and go back to that comment I made where you can't hardly have a thought without having emotions with, with it, they're kind of very, very corded together, thickly twined together. And yet it's your emotions that are the real energy matter. It's your emotions that have the ability to sync up and connect up with other real energy waves, both inside you and outside of you, and connect you with what it is that you want. So your thoughts are important because you can use your thinking to help get you to the powerful emotions, and your powerful emotions can actually help shift and shape your thinking. So it's kind of interesting, you know, when I stumbled upon this information, it was a really the conclusion of 10 years of research for me to understand how it is that our two greatest emotional powers work. And the two greatest ones are the first one we just described where you're clearly focused on that which you want. You know what you want. You have clarity. You feel eagerness with it. You feel hopefulness with it. You have all your energy behind it, and you are just going after that which you want. And you can clearly envision it in your life. So that emotion of clarity and focus is your first greatest emotional power. And then your second greatest emotional power is your intuition. And so if you're audience wouldn't mind a little scientific detail about why these are real emotional pieces of matter. I can describe a little bit about that so that your audience can understand how it works in their life and make it work for them. Yes, please. Yes. Okay. Well, I'll dive in just to a little bit of detail. I won't give it too much, but you probably are familiar with um, emotions and their matter because they have some familiar names like um, oxytocin is what we often call the love molecule. So when we're feeling a lot of love and good feelings inside of ourselves, our body creates oxytocin. That's a molecule. And that molecule is um, made up of all the same stuff that that is everything in the universe is made of like carbon and hydrogen and nitrogen and oxygen. So it's made up of the elements of the universe. You might also be familiar with the um, chemical in your body, chemical molecule called adrenaline. And your body releases that immediately when you have fear feelings and it helps you in the, the flight or um, uh, what do you, what do you call that? What's that? The, the fight or flight fight or fight yes <laughs> thank you for helping me on that so that's what you know that molecule of chemical molecule in your body which is made up of the same stuff carbon hydrogen nitrogen oxygen and just a different configuration of it that really helps you um, escape danger and then after you've escaped the danger the your body creates a different molecule called cortisone uh, which is uh, allows you to um, still continue to respond to stress and whatever is going on in your life. So your body, every time you feel an emotion, your body creates a molecule to match that emotion. And inside all of those molecules at their very tiniest, tiniest part, way inside the atoms, and, you know, each um, carbon, hydrogen, nitrogen, oxygen is an atom, way tiny inside that are very spinning, powerful subatomic particles. And they have waves of energy. And each molecule 
has its own unique pattern to the wave. So let's go back to the feelings of clarity on what you want, focus of real clear intention and desire for that which you want in your life. You have hopefulness with that. You have calm with that. You have an eagerness for that. That wave pattern is smooth and even. Um, you can kind of like rolling waves on a beach, calm, smooth, even rolling waves on a beach. And that wave pattern, because it's calm and smooth and even, that's what that looks like associated with that emotion molecule, can easily get in sync with other similar energy waves. And, they, and when they sync, they share encoded information. So they are communicating both inside your body and outside your body. And when they sync, they're three times more powerful than your imagined waves of that are chaotic and crashing against the shore and they're sharp and they're jagged. And that sharp, jagged, unpredictable, unevenly spaced wave is associated with fear and worry and anxiety molecules. So those are less powerful. They do not sync up as easily with other similar waves. And you cannot make them work as easily in your life to get what you want as you can when you get calm, quiet, and clearly focused with some eagerness and some hopefulness on that which you want in your life. That's where your power is. And it's Interesting, because when I think about the times I've tried to uh, push a project through or make a change in my life, and I've done it with that feeling of anxiety or panic, that jarring, crashing, discordant kind of feeling, of course, it never works. It never no, works. Right? No matter how, how I try to be clear. So I, I'm enjoying what you're saying about the, the power of everything being kind of linked up and and synced up. I'm curious. Now, I was a, I was a theater major. People who listen to the show are laughing because I probably say this a lot. Theater major, not a, not a scientist. How are these things measured, Melanie? How can I in the lab, I understand that I might be able to experience um, oxytocin or cortisol or adrenaline as a, as a chemical with a chemical profile. How is this measured scientifically? Well, there's different ways that different scientists have measured it. One way that um, readers might relate to is um, the measurement of the heart waves. Your heart is the largest organ in your body, and it actually creates these feeling molecules. And when you hook electrodes up to the heart and are measured, they, there's a uh, the HeartMath Institute in California mm -hmm. has published many studies in which they show you the pictures of the wave pattern that results that the heart puts out um, when you're having different emotional states. And those wave patterns are measured in hertz. There's another scientist that has also uh, measured these emotions, and he measures those in decibels per hertz. So there are different um, uh, powers, and, and uh, some are measured in millivolts, and they usually all measure by putting electrodes on the body, either on the brain or, you know, that measure the uh, electromagnetic waves that come from the heart and 
So there's a variety of ways in which these emotions and their patterns, their wave patterns are measured. You could look up HeartMath Institute and, uh, and look up some of their research and you can see pictures of these wave patterns. Um, you can go to my website on melaniedean.com and there uh, is a free giveaway that uh, gives a picture of these wave patterns and gives a synopsis of how your energy works in your life and how to make it work for you. And that's a free uh, giveaway. So that would show the picture of the wave patterns as well. So cool, isn't it? That as we, um, as we keep learning and as, as science, as science progresses and as our curiosity about ourselves continue, that we come up with more and more ways to kind of quantify some of these things that might have felt unquantifiable if it was 50 years ago, a hundred years ago, 300 years ago. And that to me is really interesting that there are ways to like prove here's here's the waveform for example ways to prove <laughs> yes. that oh it's so cool so i'll just uh, share a few little data bits for anybody that's curious you know i mentioned that those smooth even wave patterns that can easily sync with similar other waves are more powerful so those waves vibrate at 10 times the level of the anxiety, worry, fear waves. The smooth, even wave pattern that syncs with other waves vibrates at 0.55 decibels per hertz. And they are also and versus 0.05 decibel per hertz for the anxiety, fear, worry waves. They are also three times more powerful, the smooth, even, calm waves of clarity and focus for what you want can be measured at 0.27 millivolts. And the fear, anxiety, worry, chaotic, unpredictable, sharp, jagged energy waves are one third that at 0.09 millivolts. So interesting. So Maybe this is a good time to say you're listening to Out of the Fog. I'm talking with Dr. Melanie Dean, and her new book is The Hidden Power of Emotions, How to Activate Your Energy Field and Transform Your Life. All right. So with these data points, with this understanding that what we feel is so powerful and that when we sink our thoughts and our feelings that we can, we're so much more likely to be able to create meaningful change. How can we understand and activate our energy fields so that we are in alignment more often, so that we're working from that power more often? Well, the three steps to really working your power every day, and then I'll give you kind of an example of some challenges, a challenge that might come up and how to apply these steps. Mm -hmm. So your three steps is going to be having quiet time with yourself every day, calmly, and finding ways to calm your body and calm your mind. So every day, set aside time and use whatever strategies work for you to calm your mind and calm your body. You can use meditation strategies. You can listen to some calming music. You can journal. You can pay attention to your breathing. You can use some very quiet, uh, easy yoga stretches, whatever works for you to feel integrated with a calm mind and a calm body. Mm -hmm. 
And during that time then, and as after your calm, step two is to be honest with yourself, to really have some times of what is it that's causing you difficulty, to be clear about that, and to let go of the things that are not true for you. Most of us in the challenges that we face, we are paying attention to messages um, either that we're giving ourselves or that other people have given us that aren't true. And when we pay attention to those messages, like, for example, you might be uh, having a challenge at work and somebody uh, is critical of you for something that you uh, they thought you should have done. So you beat yourself up inside. You say that, oh, you never slowed down. If I'd only gone slower and paid attention, that wouldn't have happened. Or maybe you get critical and you say that I, I'm always targeted for things like this and nobody understands me. And so you have a lot of beliefs maybe that are going on inside of you that aren't true. So it is time to say what is true. Perhaps you had a part in the mix-up that happened at work where somebody was upset. Perhaps you you had something to do with that. You can just say, yes, I did. Wish I hadn't done that. Oops. And that honesty with yourself automatically calms those wave patterns down. Or if you have the messages inside of yourself that say that you move too fast and you don't slow down enough to think and whatever negative messages you are telling yourself, if you will say, is that really true about me? And you could say, well, yes, I do move fast, but do I intend to cause harm? Um, no, I don't. Am I a terrible person as a result of this? No, I'm not. And when you're truthful with yourself, it, your energy waves can calm down and get smooth and even. And then you can really focus on that which you really want. Harmony at work or resolve to the conflict that was in your life. And now comes step three. So step one is you've gotten calm and quiet. Step two is you've been honest with yourself so that you can be clear about that which you really want as an outcome for whatever situation you're in. And step three is paying attention to your intuitive guidance. You have this built-in GPS system that comes automatically built into all of us. And my research, this 10 years of research to understand how our power works and, and that it's real, shows that when we're in this calm place where we have clearly identified that which we want and our smooth, even waves of real energy are sinking with other similar waves, that sinking in the quantum physics world, they share encoded information. And when they share that information, they bring to you the hunches and the nudges and the inspiration and the guidance to say, this is a connection. This is a connection for an opportunity that's right for you. Or this idea of how to proceed. Yes, that's right for you. Or no, it's not. Your intuitive guidance will speak to you in the same language that you have spoken to it, meaning you've set forth calm, clear, smooth, evenly spaced waves of intention for what you want. And you pay attention to the feeling that you have that's a calm, smooth, even feeling that says, yes, that's right for me, when you're asking and paying attention to your intuitive guidance that will give you 
the answers you need for the choices you need to make in your life or which ideas to pursue or how to solve a problem. That is the second half of your power at work in the world. So the first half is getting calm and clear and purposeful in your focus. And the second half is paying attention to this real energy of your intuitive guidance. And it's, um, I've, so I've taught intuitive development for a long time, and I know that it's important to open to our natural intuitive ability from that calm, even place. Because if I open to my natural intuitive ability from a place of, I'm curious, but I'm scared. I think I'm going to find out something bad. I don't think I should be listening to my intuitive ability. I don't really trust. What happens is that when you open up to that kind of guidance, you, you don't get anything trustworthy or even really very interesting. So what you're talking about, keeping it all in sync, that's the best way to tap into your intuition. It is. And, and if, you know, what you described, Karen, is so real for people. It's, you know, everybody has experienced what you described where you're fearful. So you want your intuitive guidance, but you're a little afraid of what it might say to you, or you're fearful about your situation, and you don't know whether you're hearing your intuitive guidance correctly, or you don't know what your fear is about, and it feels overwhelming. So use, that's where that middle step, that second step of being honest with yourself comes in, because when you identify the fear and you actually allow yourself to look at it and you say, yes, I do feel afraid. Oh, I feel afraid. I feel afraid of what the outcome might be, or I feel afraid of what this might mean in my life, or I feel afraid that I'm not really hearing my intuitive guidance, or I feel overwhelmed. When you acknowledge that, then you can actually tap into the quiet place and ask your intuitive guidance, what do I do with this fear? How do I approach this fear? How can I find my way through this fear? And your intuitive guidance will help you with answers to questions like that, that you need at your core for being powerful in your life. And is this part of what you mean by activating your energy field, bringing things into that sort of beautifully synced up awareness so that you can move forward? Yes, it is what I mean. And if I may, I can just share an example of something in my life where I had this challenge that came about and we all have experienced similar challenges where we come home and something unexpected has happened. And in my case, the basement was flooded in my house. Oh, no. And I had a lot of upset feelings about that. I was, of course, worried. How much is this going to cost? How are we going to fix it? And then I got mad at my husband because we kind of are in charge of different things. I mean, I got mad internally. I didn't get mad at him, but I felt angry because he he, he, he's in charge of those things and the sump pump had broken, but he had fixed oh. it last year. And so I thought, well, he didn't keep up with it. And so I had lots of negative, uh, worried, angry, frustrated feelings inside, which all of us would have coming home to a big mess. So here is my challenge. I have all this jumble of feelings inside. Now, how am I going to be powerful in the moment when I'm faced with what's my response here? My husband is nearby. We both kind of discovered this at the same time and we're both aghast. So I had a choice in that moment. 
to ask myself, what do I really want in my life? Well, what I really want in my life is loving relationship, a fun, harmonious home. I want a good relationship with my husband, and I like a nice home. Mm -hmm. Well, I really want all those things. So when I just said, okay, Melanie, get in touch with that, and I gave myself just one minute, it didn't take very long for me to say that's what I really want, and to allow my energy to smoothly and calmly get in line with what I really wanted. And then you know what came to mind during that calm time when I was clear about what I wanted? My intuitive guidance just gave me a memory, gave me a memory of all of the things that my husband has taken care of, and our house runs beautifully most of the time. And so this is a rare thing that has just happened. And I knew that had I let that memory go and pounced on him with my frustration, I would be creating the opposite of what I wanted. I would be creating jagged waves and, uh, you know, uncomfortable, frustrated waves of energy in my life. And I would not be able to sync up with the caring, collaborative, work together energy that I wanted with my husband. So I was thankful for the memories that my intuitive guidance brought forth in that moment that allowed me to just say, let's dive in and get to work and clean it up. And we did. And we invited some friends over and we kind of had a party out of it. It was fun. Oh, my goodness. Um, (laughs) Now, Melanie, I know the clock has caught us. I really am grateful that you took the time to come and talk to us today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me the time to to share with others um, how our power works so that they can work it in their lives, too. That's Dr. Melanie Dean. Her new book is The Hidden Power of Emotions, How to Activate Your Energy Field and Transform Your Life. And you can find out more about Melanie and her work at MelanieDean.com. That's M-E-L-A-N-I-E-D-E-A-N, MelanieDean.com. And of course, you're always welcome over at KarenHager.com. It's a great place to find out about upcoming classes and events. You can even book a session with there, a private session there with me if you are so inclined. You can find me on social media at Fog City Psychic. And I've been putting these podcasts up on YouTube, just the audio, but a new way to access the podcast. And you can check out that channel just by going to youtube.com and searching on Karen Hager. And thank you for listening today. Together, we are spreading a little more light in the world. And a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. Peace.